Napa know-how. Any car brave enough to withstand a decade's worth of multi-state family voyages is worth treating to some quality parts and Napa know-how. Coolant for the Death Valley trip, wiper blades for the Pacific Northwest, air fresheners for the Southwest Chili Cook-Off. Yeah, with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your road warrior running longer, stronger, for many more vacations to come. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. AM790 Talk and Business presents Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island with your host, Bronwyn Dannenfelser. Join Bronwyn to hear about the next Water Fire event in downtown Providence, plus other great cultural events happening in the community. Now, here's your host, Bronwyn Dannenfelser. And hello, 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 everybody, and happy Thursday. Welcome to the heat wave. Uh, what a great week it's been, though. I hope everyone enjoyed the 4th of July. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at my producer right now, Ed Dunn. What did you do for the 4th of July? My 4th of July was extremely busy. Mm -hmm. This weekend, we had not one, but two graduation celebration cookouts, as well as a 4th of July cookout as well as a 15th birthday. So did you cookout. combine them all into one or? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and started on Saturday. Oh my gosh, you, you just had a week of parties. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh, party animal, Ed Dunn, there he is. Um, I hope everybody did have a great time. I was in Los Angeles, saw some fireworks, and uh, that was fun and interesting and a nice long weekend. And I think it's fun when the holidays fall on uh, Tuesday, isn't it, Ed? Because it, you can extend like those long weekends. You take the Monday off and a water fire. We actually took Monday off, supposedly, and I put air quotes out there because we've got a huge, huge fire coming up this weekend. So everyone was still working and rocking and rolling because National Grid, who uh, not only underwrites this show, is the main sponsor for the fire coming up this Saturday. And it is a fun filled evening with lots of great stuff and information um, and on top of National Grid I'll be talking a little bit about we've got we've got a play a bilingual play Shakespearean play that's being done by the Brown uh, Trinity Consortium and it's Romeo and Juliet I believe yes it is so they go back and forth which I think is such an interesting thing to see you know art especially when we think of water fire it does not necessarily need to be in one language. It, it can transcend all languages, and you can see expressions, whether it's theater, but Waterfire specifically, you can see people come down and listen to music and, and enjoy their time. So this weekend is going to be a blast, and again, for a few reasons, because National Grid always puts on a fabulous show. Um, and has a lot of interactive activities and things to do. Um, and I've got a great guest who's going to be talking not only about just what's going to be happening on Saturday, um, my dear friend Tim Rondo, who is the media relations specialist at National Grid here in Rhode Island and you know, and has been in Massachusetts as well, has got some tips for us uh, as to, you know, as we hit the dog days of summer. How do we, you know, deal with our energy reports and, how, and what are the best ways to navigate those? And, you know, we're also going to talk about National Grid uh, is a really amazing um, group, not just because of what they do and a company for 
water fire specifically, but they actually do so much more in the community. And so, one, they helped me bring this show to the airwaves and give people information. They also sponsor a whole entire event. And then on top of that, Tim Haran, who is uh, the president of the Rhode Island area, he is a veteran and they help support our big salute to veterans which we're going to start publicizing very heavily because it's our fifth year for doing that and that's going to happen on november 4th so talk about having their yeah, thank you thank you thank you uh talk about having their fingers into a little bit of everything and for being one of the best supporters uh, that we have at Waterfly, we have got a lot of them, but really talk about like stepping up to the plate and believing in what we're doing, and which is interesting because we light fire, and you know you put on energy at National Grid. So without further ado, <laughs> I am going to introduce Tim Rondo. Thank you for having us, Bronwyn. Drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and I have been on the radio before. We have. Uh, I was looking at Facebook this day in history. Uh, I think it was recently, and I, I saw that this had happened uh, a year ago. So it's uh, a year flies by. Yeah, sure. it certainly does, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. And one of the things that I, I don't know if people are aware of is that um, you know National Grid is they helped us solve a problem years ago. And not a problem, but a challenge, and, and, and helped us bring something better to the people at Waterfire. And we've talked about this a little bit before, but you know when people are down at Waterfire, Tim, right? Yes. They're snapping photos, they're trying to you know, reach out to people and connect with them down on site. And it's, you know, and it's hard because the crowds are so big. Absolutely. And what is the worst thing in the world that can ever happen? Well, I think, I think where you're going with this is you look down in your phone, you see that you have 5% battery, and uh, you are extremely panicked, <laughs> probably more so than you should be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, uh, one of the things that we're going to have um, on uh, at Waterfire this weekend and what we have been ha um, bringing for a couple years now is our charging stations. So we'll it's fabulous. Yeah. It, it really you. is. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sound effects on point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the, so the charging stations are something that people have found to be so helpful. And all you need to go is look for the National Grid tent or tents. Um, sometimes there's more than one. Yep. I know that there's going to be one on Washington Street. Washington Street Bridge, I believe, yeah. are, will be uh, where we're uh, set up mainly. Yeah. yeah, and you can sit down for a second yeah. and, you know, charge your phone and get ready to call all those people and, right. and realize, you know, that... Especially with the apps nowadays, come on. You, yeah. you, got, you got 20 apps that you're using, you're texting your friends, you're... you're you know, making calls. It, there's so many people at Waterfire, which is such an awesome thing. But you, you're trying to find people, and all of a sudden it's at five percent. You got to figure out what to do. Oh, so and we that's, have, yeah. yeah, we have those charging stations, um, and we also have a, a lounge where you know, um, I think there's, there'll be couches available, so folks can sit down, take a load off, uh, charge our phones. Um, yeah. It's really a good place to decompress, I think. So, I, I think yeah. so, too. Yeah. So thank you, and National Grid, for helping <laughs> us solve, the, you know, again, wh what can sometimes be a very frustrating experience. For sure, for sure. So, you know, you, you helped us put something better into water fire um, yeah. just right off the bat, which is great. Um, and then there's a lot of things that you've done over the years, and I know that this is a very favorite fire of a lot of people's because it's got uh, a lot of family fun and a lot of interactivity sure. that's happening. I know that there you can do the, the pictures, right? And you can. We're bringing back the um, the 
Southeast Asian. So uh, folks will be able to, I believe it's a photo booth. So folks can take pictures with their phones. They can, I believe we'll have a camera there yep. uh, to take to take photos as well. So um, we'll have that. I believe we have um, a bucket there that we're going to, so like the, the bucket, bucket truck. truck. Right. Exactly. exactly. Yep. And yep. every little kid wants to get, and actually every big kid, and meaning me. Yeah. I, I want to get in the bucket truck and take a picture. <laughs> I mean, half the time I'm just standing there the entire time so no one gets, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be, we're going to have the photo booth. Uh, we're going to have actually this year, we'll have a um, stationary bike, which kids get really excited about. We, we sponsor um, schools in Rhode Island. so And occasionally we'll take the bike to um, to fairs that the schools have and the kids are so excited what what it is is um it's a it's a bike that is attached to three light bulbs um and the kids can get on the stationary bike or or adults Mm -hmm. um and they'll ride it and it shows you um the three light bulbs are led um cfl and um your regular uh your standard light bulb your incandescent all right so what's the difference between an led light bulb and a cfl so uh led is is the newer technology of the more energy efficient bulb cfl is 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 a step up from incandescent but it's a little less energy if uh, a little um less energy efficient than uh, led okay but the incandescent is what you you've seen for many many years it's now. probably what's all in my exactly. house <laughs> <laughs> um but we uh the kids can jump on the bike and uh it shows how much energy needs to be uh, output to um, power each one of those light bulbs, and so it's it's scientific. You have to, you'll sweat really hard trying to make the incandescent. Uh, have you up. done this? I've before? done it. <laughs> Don't. I mean, I've done it during summer. Thank God that uh, the water fire is at night because it might be a little less hot. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good challenge. I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, and what an interesting way to teach somebody for about sure. you know. I, I think that we take a lot of things for granted often. Especially yeah. what it takes in order to produce electricity or to make sure that we've got gas here. Yeah. And, and the, the one thing I know that the National Grid has done is, is when we've got those big storms that have come through and everything, mm-hmm. you guys are working like throughout the evening trying to put things back together if like power lines come down yep. or yep. anything else. And it's a, you know, people get all upset because the refrigerator is suddenly not working. But we take, again, we take for granted what it takes in order to make these things happen. Yeah. And I love the fact that you sponsor schools. So yeah. wh- when you're going into schools and teaching them these things, w- what what what's the goal? What's what's like the umbrella? Yeah, sure. So um we uh we sponsor uh, we tend to sponsor schools that um are are where our satellite offices are. So we have satellite offices throughout the state. Um, one of the schools that we sponsor is uh, Lima School, which is near our Dexter Street office in Providence. Most recently, um, we actually partnered with Big Brothers and Big Sisters, nice. um, and we did a program called Beyond School Walls. And uh, the elementary school that's right across from our Providence office, uh, uh, it's a Sackett Street school. Um, we, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, uh, came in, and they found... Um, or 12 children uh, who volunteered, their parents volunteered that they be involved. Uh, we had a mentoring program from January to June, mm-hmm. and the kids came over every other two weeks, or, or I'd rather every two weeks, um, and we had employee mentors so that they were they were partnered with their employee mentors. And to your question, 
um, they would learn about STEM program. Um, so we, we focused Excellent. on energy. And, and it happened to be that the kids were in fourth grade, and that's the uh, in Providence Public Schools, that's when they learn about energy. So it just really yeah. worked out well. We did um, a number of really cool activities that the kids really enjoyed, and also they enjoyed the companionship. And I think that it's a two-way street. The employees really got a lot out of it, too. So it was very successful. Well, yeah, the mentorship it. part of it is is, is huge. And, oh, yeah. and I think it, yeah, I've talked to many different people, many different guests from many different areas of life, but there's so many opportunities out yeah. there, you know, that whether it's in engineering or in coding or in art. And sometimes you just need to have your eyes open to that. And you've probably, I would imagine, sparked a real fire. No pun intended. Know, no pun intended. <laughs> and some yeah, of these, yeah. in, in some of these young men and women going, oh, wow, this is really interesting. And, yeah. and, and it's intricate. And, you know, that there's an art to business. There's an art to everything that we do. That's absolutely true. And yep. so th that's nice. Yeah, they were, um, it was a great program. And, uh, and well, we're, uh, we're excited about um the output so it was good yeah and what else because I, I know national grid again is so deeply um rooted in our community yeah and so it's not something that you know they just want you to be part of the gas bill and the energy bill and, and electricity you've got a lot of different programs and one of the ones which actually i just signed up for and this is really sad to say over after three years but That's i get busy <laughs> but um is the home efficiency um report where people come in yeah yeah see I was like, <laughs> are we having a studio problem? <laughs> That's the signal that we need to take a break. Well, you know, we're going to take a break. Then we're going to come back and let's talk about the home efficiency report. Let's, let's talk about the best things and the best ways to navigate this weather, save some money, and a little bit more about water fire. Perfect. All right, you're listening to Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for a talk in business. And I'm talking with Tim Rondo from National Grid. Yeah, they pretty much rock. What a perfect song, Ed. You rock. Who is to blame in what country? Never can get to the one. It's time for the Dunkin' Donuts Regional Traffic, brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. It's the summer of coffee at Dunkin'. Try a new s'mores frozen Dunkin' coffee, butter pecan iced coffee, or coconut cream pie cold brew today. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Well, we got that crash cleared out on 195 westbound over by exit 6, so that's making things a little bit easier as you come in from Seekonk and head on into Providence on the westbound side of 195. 95 north, not too bad as you come up into town right now, a little slow as you go through Thurber's Curve and up past the Vets. After that, you're fine up to Pawtucket, 95 south, moving a little bit sluggish as you get to Branch Ave, stays busy through downtown. 295 northbound, starting to see some buildup from 37 all the way up through the canyon. I'm Rich Teeter with your right now traffic. Sponsored by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Drug or alcohol problems for you or a loved one can be solved, and with insurance, treatment may be at little or no cost. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now, 800-430-4149. Miracle Method has the answer to your ugly tubs, tile, and countertops. It's called refinishing. Whether a surface is worn out, damaged, hard to clean, or simply the wrong color, Miracle Method has the refinishing solutions to make it look and feel like new in just a couple of days at a fraction of the cost of messy remodeling. Call Miracle Method today at 401-751-0487 or log on to MiracleMethod.com or just swing by the showroom. 
to see our work and what we can do for you. In 1915, Yacht Club Bottling Works opened with one goal, bringing the highest quality beverages to the people of Rhode Island. And Yacht Club is still delivering on that promise. Soda flavors are made in-house and mixed with real sugar and water from an artesian well right on site. And all in returnable, recycled glass bottles. Flavors include all-time favorites like lemon lime, birch beer, and cream. Yacht Club soda is what soda's supposed to taste like. Try some today. Stop by the Yacht Club retail store at 2239 Mineral Spring Avenue in Centerdale. Yacht Club Soda, Rhode Island's official soda. This is an announcement for all people who want to take a risk-free challenge to whiten their teeth in five minutes. By calling now, you can whiten your teeth in five minutes using clinically proven power swabs. This risk-free challenge is for people whose smile has been yellowed by coffee, tea, red wine, or smoking. The Power Swabs 5-Minute Challenge is available by responding to this advertisement. If lines are busy, try again. Because the 5-Minute Challenge is exclusive, it's not available in drugstores. Power Swabs was formulated by Dr. Martin Ginnicker and whitens teeth with a patented tooth detergent and whitening agent. It's so effective, we challenge you to try it for 5 minutes to see how white your smile can be. Get it risk-free. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. Transform your smile into a, wow, you look great smile. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. Welcome back to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island with your host, Bronwyn Denenfels, and today's special guest is the underwriter for Waterfire Nights New England, Rhode Island, National Crit, and Tim Ronda. Once again, here's Bronwyn. And hello, hello, hello. And we were talking all about this weekend's full lighting. How much fun to follow July 4th, all about fireworks and energy, with a water fire that is sponsored by the people that provide us energy and electricity and work their bottoms off. It's National Grid. They underwrite this show. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I've got Tim uh, Rondo here with me, and we've been talking about some of the things that we'll be seeing on Saturday, and you've got to come down. I mean, Washington Street Bridge is just going to be chock full of not only information, fun things to do with the family, uh, where you can take pictures in the in the bucket truck, and you can learn how to ride a bicycle and see how much energy it takes to actually power up different light bulbs. But one of the coolest things they've done, and we just left to the uh, last segment, but if you're just tuning in, is we're talking about National Grid sends out these home energy efficiency reports, and mine is embarrassingly terrible compared to my neighbors. And I never understand why exactly, but it's bad. And so I finally signed up to have someone come in. So Tim, it's not bad. It's just an opportunity for improvement. It's an opportunity <laughs> for improvement. Yeah. And, you know, I think it was last year that y you and I were speaking about this yeah. that people don't understand. They don't have to pay for it. Nope. It's, all, you know, it, it's a service that you're doing to help people so sure. that they can navigate their way to the best way to use energy and to use electricity and not misuse it or abuse it. Right. Well, the uh, the program is, is funded through the, um, the energy efficiency charge on, on customers' bills. So we uh, encourage uh, customers customers to um, to make use of it it's so it's already been paid for therefore it's it's um, when you, you when you sign up for a, for a home energy audit we we, we say it's, it's free because it's it's a no charge audit at that time um, but folks can come to wa our water fire tent and sign up uh, rise does it um, they're great um, what they'll do is 
uh, you can sign up at our tent and um, and they'll call you for an appointment to schedule an appointment. They'll come in. Um, they'll show you. Um, they'll show you uh, ways that your house and home may be um, able to be improved uh, efficiency wise. Um, if for instance, um, if your insulation may be um, needing uh, upgrading, uh, mm -hmm. where you may be losing the most um, heat from your home, uh, they'll look at windows. They'll look at um, any 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 place where you might be able to make improvements but the best part well in my opinion mm -hmm. um, is what they'll uh, the one thing that they always do is they'll change out all your light bulbs put in new LED lights and as we were speaking about before the the incandescent if folks um, a lot of folks still have incandescent lights in their home um, and the LEDs last um, so much longer they're so much more efficient mm -hmm. and you'll get you're gonna get the same um, lighting in the home so and does that bring down one's electric bill it will yeah yeah like you, you need less I, I mean, yeah everything everything plays a part um, mm -hmm. and so they'll make suggestions and and um, you don't have to take them up on any of the suggestions you could walk out of there with free new light bulbs and have that be that but what they will do is they'll off offer those suggestions um, on ways that you could um, make your home more energy efficient and uh, and we have all sorts of incentives for upgrading and and so customers can take advantage of those as well yeah and you've got some really neat tips and I remember last year because they sounded so counterintuitive to me especially when it came to energy right and, mm -hmm. and keeping the house cool whether, you know, or, or keeping it warm in winter, mm -hmm. it was that you would keep the thermostat a little bit higher during the summer? Yeah. Um, so one of the, I think <laughs> Marisa was on with us last year, and one of her favorite tips is is um, to keep the air conditioner uh, during the summer at uh, about 78 degrees, um, which is which is still hot, right, yeah. um, for a home. But uh, it will help to um, keep the humidity out of the home so that when you get home, and um, you need a little cooler for sleeping or if you know for later on in the night um, you you don't have to keep it at, at cool blast all day so that you can you can save a bunch that way um, because it's only a few degrees course, correct yeah, and yeah, those yeah. few degrees make a very they big a difference, difference in the in the price of what you're paying they energy sure has. do they sure do um, some other tips is uh, to close the blinds during the day, shut the shades. Um, that'll keep the sunlight out and keep it from, you know, heating up in, in the home. So, you know, obviously during the summer months, we're all trying to keep cooler, but, you know, it hurts the pocketbook sometimes. So we got to yeah. look for these tips and, and ways to, um, you know, every penny counts. Yeah, and said. so that's for the summer. And in the winter, it was... The complete opposite. It's the opposite. <laughs> Wasn't it? That's, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, is it like 60 some odd degrees that you're supposed to keep yeah, the thermostat at? Yeah, 60. Uh, it's like 68 or something? It's 68. Um, technically, uh, we, we always encourage customers. To, I mean, uh, we, we can say um, what degrees to keep it at to to keep uh, bills reasonable, but it's, it's all about comfort. And, yeah. and, um, and some customers need it higher and some can... Some can deal with it a little lower, but 68 is is um, is a a good place to uh, to keep it at yeah. in the winter time, and, and, and yeah. in order to keep make sure that that heating bill just doesn't go because I'm one of the people that will turn the thermostat up to like 76. Oh my god! Like I, I come home, <laughs> <laughs> I could never. Yep, no. Well, that's because you work for National Grid that's and you know it. better. It could be that, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing that I really um, enjoy that you do is, uh, I know that you've got. Um, programs for uh, families and for our community that might have trouble 
being able to afford energy and because I've donated to it before. Yeah. And let, let's talk a little bit about that because, you know, I think that people, again, we take for granted uh, when our electricity goes off because there's been a big storm or when there's been something that happens. All the work that you're doing and all the giving back that you're doing and, uh, and everything that you're trying to do to help people get through and navigate, you know, what, what can be tricky especially you know when the economy was bad yeah. i know you really yeah. came out big at that point um yep. and what is that program that um so we uh we have been in past years we have um you know LIHEAP has been uh something that we've encouraged our customers to utilize which is the low income heating assistance program uh, which is a national program um and that's been in past years but uh we have all sorts of um programs for for customers um that are uh you know uh, low income um, and and rates that they can get on and and um, and uh, and programs that they can utilize. Um, you know, we have suggestions as far as uh, you know ways to keep your bills manageable. Um, we also have uh, we um, our National Grid Foundation gives to um, gives large uh, um, grants to <laughs> um, gives large grants to uh, to those programs to help uh, to help our customers in turn. So um, mm. there's there's a number of programs that we uh, we encourage customers to utilize and and uh, yeah we're all we're all trying to make it through. So I think if somebody will one they can come down to Waterfire and they can have a fun time mm -hmm. and you know we'll want to have a fun time at Waterfire because sure. Waterfire is just fun anyway, it right? Always, always. And um, but learn something too. Sign up to get the home energy efficiency and you know as you said thing about it is they come in and you get all new light bulbs and you Absolutely. learn how to bring down the cost of things and be more efficient um, but also we can learn a lot about all these other programs that you have yep. happening uh, and we are just in like so thankful for not only the sponsorship of the radio show but also for the sponsorship of hey Ed that's my <laughs> 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 um, and we're also very happy about the charging stations, again, because you've helped solve a problem. And that's what I love. You're proactive about solving problems and doing things. And, again, we'll, we'll, the fire starts a little bit after. Well, sunset's at 822 yeah. because we're in July. Yes, we are. Right? <laughs> so, but there's gonna, all these things will be up and running before then. Yes, they will. So people can come down. They can go to the Waterfire Arts Festival Plaza, which yep. is on the other side of Washington Street. Love it. You are on the Washington Street. Bridge. People can come down early before the fires are lit Absolutely. and enjoy. Yeah. yeah, you better be there. I will be. Yeah. <laughs> and what we can do is, um, you know, people can come down. We can say hello to Tim. Ask for Tim. You know, give him a little wave. I will be there. Yeah. Uh, I You're will. gonna be in the bucket truck. I, I know. Yeah, just just look for me with the hard hat and uh, <laughs> in the bucket truck taking up all the time that they have there. So. And I know yeah. we're gonna have to take a break soon, but I wanted to ask you, what does it feel like to support Water Fire? Water Fire is just, I, it's it's a staple of both Providence and, and Rhode Island. We're so happy to be in, you know, um, so many years uh, supporting it. We, we love that um, it helps the economy down here. It, it just it's a it's something that folks look forward to. They come far and wide. They it supports local artists. It supports uh, local business. Um, it's just really magical night. And every time that I go to it, I never regret it. So um, and they're all different. They aren't are they? all different. Yeah, this oh uh, you the waterfire folks you you folks put on such a such a good and varied um, 
um, event every time. So we're happy to be a part of it, and, uh, and thank you so much for having us. Well, we are so grateful, and it's going to be a phenomenal night it on sure Saturday. <laughs> you know, we'll have a, a great fun night and go down and learn something. And yeah, check it out. Yes. See what National Grid's got going on, and Come hang with get Bernie on the bike. I. Think of it as a little bit of exercise. <laughs> Tim, thank you so much again. I've been talking to oh, Tim nice. Rondo from National Grid. Phenomenal. He's at the media relations over there, and they have just been such a wonderful supporter of Waterfire Providence. And we are very, very grateful for all that you do and all of the good things that you're doing out there. Thank so, everybody, you, so you are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM 790, your station for talk and business. We've got to take a break. But don't change the dial, because when we come back, I'm going to be talking to Jerry Suggs about volunteering at Waterfire. He is one of our best volunteers. He's been doing a lot of amazing work. I think he's pretty much done every volunteer job at Waterfire. And we're going to talk about what that means to give back to the community. And it ties right into what National Grid does, constantly giving back to the community. So don't change that dial. It's time for the Dunkin' Donuts Regional Traffic, brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. It's the summer of coffee at Dunkin'. Try a new s'mores frozen Dunkin' coffee, butter pecan iced coffee, or coconut cream pie cold brew today. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. 195 West doing better now that they cleared their crash by exit 6, but you're still busy from Pawtucket out into the split. Eastbound on 195, slow across the bridges. After that, you're fine all the way out to Fall River. Coming in on 95 Southbound, pretty quiet for you there. A little slow as you go through downtown. 95 North looking good now as well. 295 Northbound, though, you're busy from... 37 all the way up through the canyon and up to about Plainfield Pike. I'm Rich Teeter with you right now, Traffic. Hi, my name is John Campagnone, Jr. of Caserta Pizza. When Caserta was first opened, the most important thing was to put out a product that was tasty and unique and that people in Rhode Island would come back for over and over. For generations, Rhode Islanders have enjoyed our pizza and our famous Wimpy Skippy. If you haven't tasted a Caserta pizza, then you are surely missing out on something very special. Call 272-3618 or stop in at 121 Spruce Street in Providence. Open Tuesday through Sunday. And remember, if you're not eating Caserta's, you're not eating pizza. If you're looking for plumbing, heating, and drainage solutions, it's safe to say you need them right now. Well, don't waste any more time. Seekonk Supply has you covered. For over 50 years, Seekonk Supply has been the trusted source for plumbers, general contractors, and excavators. With a knowledgeable staff and prompt delivery, Seekonk Supply gets the job done right. Locations in Rehoboth, Providence, North Attleboro, and Bridgewater. Check them out at SeekonkSupply.com. Seekonk Supply. Never standing still, always on the move. This is your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini. Shopping mall owners are spending big to make sure their real estate stays relevant. Bloomberg News reporter Sarah Mulholland says one of the big spenders trying to internet-proof operations is Time Equities, the owner of Newgate Mall in Utah. Here's what they're doing with their half-million-dollar upgrade. Taking your traditional food court, which might look a little outdated, and turning it more into a food hall-type concept, which would have a lot of local vendors and it would really be a lot more modern and updated. It's all about making retail properties event destinations. It's anything that offers people an experience, something they can share, uh, whether that be on social media or with friends and family, rather than just buying material stuff. But Mulholland says the jury's still out on the effectiveness of all this. We'll see if it works. Analysts say the more entertainment-focused tenants typically pay higher rent than average shops. And that's your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini. Staples knows that when the leave-behinds for your sales call get left behind at your office, it's time. 
When you need to print 30 pages and you're 300 miles from the office, it's time. And when the intern packed the Harrington file, not the Farrington file. Ugh, my bad. It's definitely time. And it's times like these when you can count on Staples. Access your files from email, the cloud, or USB, and then print, copy, fax, or scan them. And get back to business fast. Visit your nearby Staples. It's pro time. I'm KFC's Extra Crispy Colonel. You're the extra busy, regular person who has to make dinner for a family of four. But you can shirk that responsibility because my extra crispy $20 fill-up from KFC contains eight pieces of freshly double-breaded extra crispy chicken, four biscuits, two orders of mashed potatoes, and a side of coleslaw for just $20. That'll feed them. KFC, it's extra crispy good. Pricing and participation may vary. This is Waterfire Nights, Rhode Island on AM 790, Talk and Business. Sending it back now to Bronwyn Denefelser, our host, with a special guest from Waterfire. And hello, 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 everybody. And if you can hear in the background, we only can do what we can do with a little help from our friends. And especially at Waterfire, because as we've talked about over and over and over again, Waterfire has a very uh, a small staff. Um, and well, we keep expanding a little bit because we got so much to do, but we would not get by without the over 400, 500 volunteers that we have um, that work with us all of the time, and they make sure, they give freely of their time and of their talent and many other ways uh, in, in order to make sure that we can do fires for our community. And so it's such a pleasure to be able to bring on one of our dear volunteers who has been with us for five seasons so far and pretty much kind of run the gamut uh, of, you know, there's so many different ways to volunteer at Waterfire, but his name is Jerry Suggs. And talk about giving freely of your time in order to give back to your community. So, hi, Jerry. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you, Bronwyn? I can't complain, you know, and getting ready for Saturday. It's going to be fun. We just talked about a lot of the fun things that are going to happen. and But I wanted to, you know, it's funny because National Grid, we were saying, they're so community involved and, and into giving back. And as part of a water fire, the water fire family, and you being such a consistent and always their volunteer, I wanted to talk to people and, and let people know um, in the listening audience what it's like to volunteer, and first of all, can you give us a little history on yourself? I had always loved water fire. I used to go to, you know, four or five, six different fires a season, and about five years ago I said, I wonder if I could do that and wonder what it meant. And so I went to a fire and deliberately walked around and looked at all the people and said, I think I could do it. I could do that. How do you do it? And I found the, the website, and it said, if you want to volunteer, sign up. So I did. I'm a school teacher, and so it says there was an orientation. Okay, that's what you should do. And I went to an orientation, and the volunteer coordinator was running the orientation. And, again, like a teacher, I took notes and sat there and, and thought about it and decided to sign up. He said... Obviously, there are the event days, the Saturday fires, but there are things during the week that you can also volunteer for. So I said, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I'll sign up for everything 
that I can f possibly fit into my schedule. And so I just got very much involved and it made me love water fire even more. So I kept volunteering. I just kept doing it. Um, and it's a lot of fun. You, you're enjoying yourself. You become part of a community, a part of a group of people, a part of a the water fire family. And then on Saturday night, when you get to see the enjoyment of the, the people who come to visit it, and you can feel a part of that, that you've helped produce it, it's well worth the time and effort. Yeah. And it, it, it renews you and makes you want to do more. So uh, what's your favorite part? Is it the smiles and the people's faces or um, the energy? The energy of, of the whole crowd that's there. The people coming and going, the ebb and flow, the fires burning, the wonderment that you see in young children. Um, you see couples walking around holding hands or people sitting quiet, find a quiet spot to sit along the river. Um, the people who come and make it a, some kind of celebration, they come and set up early and they, they, they bring their dinner and they have their, a family reunion or a family event. We've had wed, um, engagement proposals. We've had right in the Starfield, which I've seen. I mean, you you volunteer in the Starfield all the time in um, Memorial Park. So there's so many things going on, um, from joy and happiness to remembrance of of people who've passed, of of love affairs that have come to an end because of a passing of someone, people moving away and coming back, making it part of an annual trip. So there's all kinds of things going on that you can be a part of. You mentioned Memorial Park, and there are a couple of memorials in there, the World War II Memorial, where people are coming over and lighting a luminaria candle in honor and dedication of a, of a relative or a friend who fought in World War II. People come over to the World War I Memorial. People come to the Korean War Memorial. People come to the Starfield and make a wish upon a star. Um, there's all kinds of things happening in that particular area. Um, then I'll, I'll say upriver, walking up towards the, the water fire, the water place park basin, uh, there's another luminaria station, and people are making dedications there. And then I guess last year, Barnaby started with people can make a wish and throw a wish into the river and make it part of isn't that wild fire. looking just all of those yes. things to get people involved in the production they think they're part of an audience and water fire's philosophy is nobody's the audience you're all part of the performers exactly because your movement people come and make a donation and get um a glow stick and they're wearing a blue glow stick on their head or That's a ribbon neck. of light, isn't it? The, the ribbon of light. And yeah. they become part of the performance, part of the show. Um, when I talked to Barnaby about that, and he said, try to imagine a 1,000 or 10,000 people walking back and forth along the river wearing those ribbons of light. They add to the spectacle. Of course they do. Um, and they don't think that. But I've worked at that station where you say, especially to a little child, you ask them to do you a favor. Will you do me a favor and wear this and become part of the show? And they light up. It's like they're looking at a Christmas tree. They light up, and they're so excited, and they're, 
they're proud and excited and happy to be walking around and that they feel that they're now contributing to the the totality of water fighting. Yeah. That's really important. That's really special. It gives you a special feeling. It's a beautiful thing to see. Now, uh, you have done so many different um, jobs. Uh, you know, when I say jobs, I'm putting that in air quotes, but you've volunteered in so many different aspects. We've got to take a quick break right now, but when we come back, I want you to talk about the different things that there are to do because I think that people, when they think about volunteering for water fire, think about putting logs on the fire. But that's only one aspect of it. And because I know you've made us lunch, too, for all the volunteers. Everybody, you are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island on AM 790, your station for talk and business. I am here, Bronwyn Dannenfelter, your host, talking to Jerry Suggs, one of our wonderful volunteers, one of our many volunteers. He's given us a little bit of insight on how it feels to actually give back to the community and the different ways that it happens at Water Fire. So we are so pleased and proud to have him be part of the Water Fire family. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. And yeah, Saturday, there's a huge fire. Yay! So extend that July 4th celebration. A few more days and it's another big day for a party. All right, don't change that dial. It's time for the Dunkin' Donuts Regional Traffic, brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. It's the summer of coffee at Dunkin'. Try a new s'mores frozen Dunkin' coffee, butter pecan iced coffee, or coconut cream pie cold brew today. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. A little busy on 95 North as you go by 37. Gets busy again through downtown. Really not too bad coming down 95 southbound out of Pawtucket all the way through downtown. 146, busy from Branch Ave in. If you're coming in on 195 West, you're okay till you get to about Pawtucket Ave. Then it's busy all the way into the split. I'm Rich Teeter with you right now. Traffic. Brought to you by the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. Attention diabetics. With insurance, you may qualify to get your testing supplies at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call 800-808-5181. This is Amy from Moriarty's Fence, the Invisible Fence brand pet safety experts. The Invisible Fence brand works for all dogs, all breeds, all ages. We start training puppies as young as 10 to 12 weeks old, and we also keep cats safe at home too. The key to our 27 years of success is our customer service and pet training support. Our installed outdoor safety solutions start as low as $7.99 and can be customized for your property. Call 800-225-0808 for a free design and pet consultation visit or schedule online at MoriartysFence.com. At Moriarty's Fence, we work hard so you can rest easy knowing your pet is safe at home. But it just makes sense. Moriarty's Fence, 800-225-0808, keeping pets safe since 1986. Moriarty's Fence reminds you to support your local shelter, adopt, volunteer, donate. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. And here's my cell phone number, the number of the restaurant. Honey, come on, he'll be fine. The odds of a babysitter calling 911? 
one in 1,400. The odds of a child being diagnosed with autism, one in 150. Here are some of the signs. No big smiles or other joyful expressions by six months. No back and forth sharing of sounds or facial expressions by nine months. And no babbling by 12 months. To learn more of the signs, visit AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Imus in the morning, Yankees baseball, Celtics basketball, AM 790, WPRV Providence, a cumulus station. Get much higher. Come on, baby, light my fire. Come on, baby, light my this is AM 790 Talk and Business with Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island. With our special guest from our Water Fire Volunteer Corps, once again, here is Bronwyn Benefelsen. And hello, 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 and we are back where we've been talking to you on the first part of the show, National Grid, who is the underwriter of Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island, which lets us let you know what's coming up at the next fire. Um, so we spoke with our great friend Tim Rondo. Uh, he gave some wonderful tips. If you missed the first part of the show, you will be able to access it from the Waterfire website um, probably within 24 hours. And you might want to check it out. There were some wonderful, great ideas about how to save energy and different things that Natural, National Grid is doing here, not only in Rhode Island, but they, that they're doing in the community Um and not only for water fire, but they support so many different things. And they're really big into giving back, which was a wonderful segue into the second half of the show, which if you've been listening, you've been hearing one of our wonderful volunteers, Jerry Suggs, talk about his passion for water fire, what it feels like to volunteer. Um, and we're going to come back and, uh, you know, spend some more time because water fire would not happen without this incredible group of volunteers that helps us put it on, people that give freely of their time just to make sure that they can see smiles on people's faces and be part of people's lives. And, you know, the Waterfire family, we're kind of fun, and there's always different things to do. So I'm back talking to Jerry Suggs, who's been with us for five years at Waterfire and pretty much done all the different volunteering positions. And when we just left, I was saying a lot of people, when they think of, okay, I want to volunteer for water fire, they're thinking about putting logs on the fire, uh, or sorry, restocking our braziers. And and that's for the people that don't think that we just turn on a light switch and that they, they, they light themselves up. Um, if you've ever seen all of those people in black on the boat, they are constantly refueling those fires. But Jerry, you have done many different jobs at Water Fire. And can you explain some of the different ones that you've done? We talked about the Starfield a little bit and you being part of people's wishes and dreams. Um, I have been on a boat feeding the fires. Uh, this season, I'm working at the Starfield, helping people make a wish on a star or make a dedication under a luminaria. I've worked at the World War II Memorial site, helping people make dedications or memorials to people who fought in the war. I've worked at an ambassador station, which I call the answer station, people coming up and saying, where is whatever? They're asking questions, what's happening? What's the schedule? How do I find this? Where's an ATM? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And there are about four or five of those stations situated throughout the, the fight. And that's where people can donate as well, because that's where people can learn that we're a 501c3. Yes. I've worked at the merchandise, both the large store that's generally down on Canal Street, Washington Street area, but I've also worked at the mini merch stations that 
we might have scattered throughout the installation. Um, there are special, what's called special ops, and that can be anything. It's mostly people would think of it when you see to a torch procession coming in and torches surrounding the, the water, water Place Park Basin or the two big um, water fires in the fall, the one that's generally in October for the breast cancer. But this year it's in this September. Year it's September. September 30th, I believe. And the one in November for Veterans Day when there are anywhere from 100 to 150 torch bearers mm -hmm. that will process down from the state house. Actually, there's 200. 200. And yeah. surround the entire basin, and there's a very special ceremony. We need volunteers to help with that, mm -hmm. to escort people. Um, sometimes we have volunteers that have to step in and, and carry torches and do a, a, a whole number of things. And then when that is over, we've then got to remove all those torches and get them out of the way so that the general population can get a close-up seat to see the rest of the, the, the night, the fire that night. Um, there are all kinds of things to do on an event night. Yeah, and then, but, but we were talking about Truck Tuesday, which is something different. You know? When the night's over and people go home, the water fire staff and volunteers who stay have to take everything down get it into trucks, get it out of downtown Providence, which has to turn back into a working capital city. Well, a year ago, they started a program called Truck Tuesdays. On Tuesdays after a fire, we will meet out at now because it's open at the Water Fire Arts Center, and we'll have supper together as a group, as a family, and then we unpack all the trucks, check all of the equipment to make sure it's functional, repack all the storage totes, repack all the trucks mm -hmm. to get them ready for the next event. So right now it's Thursday. The trucks for Tuesday, for this coming Saturday, have all been restocked and repacked. Mm -hmm. So that Saturday morning, the staff can drive all those trucks down to the river and we can unpack and get set up. Yep. Which leads me into Saturday morning. There's a Saturday morning, what's called a build, getting things ready on the river, and a Saturday morning setup, getting things ready for off the river. All of the tents, all of the audio equipment, all of the tables. National Grid will have a big setup. They're charging stations. That equipment has to be put together, has to be put in place, has to be wired up. We have to, there's a staff member who will work with some volunteers who has to connect all the audio equipment and make sure it's all functioning and leads back to the, the central station to run the music that night. So that we do that on Saturday mornings. We then break for lunch, which is another opportunity. This year I was asked if I would be interested in running the, the volunteer lunch program. And I've mentioned that I'm a school teacher. I teach at Davies Career and Technical High School. And we have a hospitality culinary program. I recruited some students who come in on Saturdays and cook lunch for the 20 plus staff and the 50 plus volunteers who have worked Saturday mornings. Mm -hmm. So we have some students in a partnership with Waterfire, some Davies Technical High School students in a partnership with Waterfire preparing lunch for whatever staff and volunteer crew has been working Saturday morning. They have to set up, 
prepare, cook, clean up, pack away, and everything else. Um, at some point this summer, I'm going to also involve them in the actual grocery shopping for it. Oh, yeah. I do the grocery shopping now because we, we they, they were finishing up school with their exams and everything. But I'm going to get them involved in that, going out to the the place where we buy the the large supply of food and so that they will get that part of the experience also and it will work for them in terms of their co-op experience work-based learning experience for their program back at school so there's always so many different things to do jerry how does it if you could describe one way that being part of water fire um or as many ways as you want we don't have a lot of time but how it makes you feel as a person? How it is it fulfilling? Is it? Um, one of my wishes is to be able to make a contribution to something beyond myself, to be a part of something. Waterfire gives me the opportunity to be a part of something that's very large. It gives me the opportunity to encourage other people to get involved. It gives me the opportunity to give back to the community. The community is Providence. The community is Rhode Island. The community is our region, New England. The community is our country to bring something special. There was an article this year where Smithsonian Magazine said Waterfire Providence was one of the top five light shows in the world. I know. Sydney, Australia Harbor, the Cathedral of Notre Dame in France. Waterfire? And I said, I'm a part of that? How good is that? Well, so if anybody wants to know. Yeah, but we're, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to be uh, closing out the show in a second. But I'm so grateful for everything that you do, Jerry, and everything that all, all of the Water Fire volunteers do. And we are a family. We always need help. Always, always, always. And there's always something that you can contribute, even though you might not figure out or think that you've got anything to bring to the table. I bet you we can find that you've got something. So you want to check out the Waterfire website and see how you might be part of the installation. And, you know, if you can see the smile on Jerry's face right now and the smile that I see on other volunteers' faces, it, it might just give you that little extra boost and that little extra flame that you need. So, everybody, we've got a big fire. I'm going to have to talk really fast because Ed's going to kick me off the air in a second. But July 8th, come down to Water Fire. Come down early. Start at 6 o'clock. Sponsored by National Grid. Lots of wonderful things to do. Uh, fires will be lit around 842. And, yeah, I will see you down by the river. Jerry, thank you for spending time with us today. Thank you for having me. And... You have been listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for talking business. And thank you to my wonderful producer, Ed Dunn. Yeah, he's got it. Napa Know How. Every car on the road today deserves quality parts and Napa Know How, but none more than your dream car, especially if you've got it 10 years after it came out. Boy, did your patience pay off, because here you are toting your swagger about town like the gentleman motorist you are at a fraction of the cost. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your dream car running longer, stronger. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how.